Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Biden made three false claims yesterday about the special counsel report. Is this another sign they're closing in on old Joe? Everybody's seeing it and saying it now. And I'm here to tell you, I'm still going with my pizza bet. It will be Trump and Biden. And Dan, the last time I looked at Dom Show 1210 in the poll I put up, people agree with me. They see how this game works. You're not getting Joe out of there. You're not getting Dr. Jill Biden out of there. Are you kidding me? Who's going to do that? How are they going to do that? But first, the defenders have gathered around today. And we were going to talk about If you were Trump or Biden, what real or fictional lawyer is the side question would you want? But even better, Joyless Joy Behar as your defender. Listen to this from the ladies on The View about the contention that the special counsel made about President Biden. He couldn't even remember the day his son died. Here's Joyless Joy. By the way, before I continue with this. Why would he want to remember the day that his son died? Why? You want to block that out of your head. You want to remember when he was alive. Oh, wait, hold on. The fact is getting, that fact is getting completely buried because later on in the press conference, he talked about being interrogated for hours by the special counsel. At the same time, he was dealing with an international crisis in Gaza, and he flubbed it when he brought up Egyptian President El Sisi. Watch. All right. So why would you want to remember that day? It's not that you want to remember that day, or maybe you do because of your connection that he always talks about. But it's natural to remember that in something this public. My God, is this the best they have? My two takeaways from watching all of this last night, here are the two spins about Biden, the memory, and exactly what happened here. One is by coming out firing at Peter Ducey and the CNN woman. That showed energy. People love that. They love that anger. They love that energy. Really? Who's handling this guy? The other takeaway is younger voters, say voters under 30, under 25, watching this, Dan, they loved it, not because it showed how out of touch Biden is, but because it showed he's going against Netanyahu and the Israeli government by his comments about that was over the top. Wow. How would you like to have to defend this and go down this path constantly? But first, Joyless Joy, Dan, mentioned Mexico. All right, let's tune in today to Dom's Fractured Geography. We all know in Dom's Fractured Geography world, just like Joe Biden's, that the border of Gaza there by the sea is Mexico. Thank you, James Taylor. Thank you, James. Sing it. And we know that in Mexico, in Mexico, 
It's very cold, children. Very cold. They have a lot of snow. <laughs> the Mexicans love skiing. They're, there's no such Hockey's thing. Hockey is a national sport. Hockey's a national sport. Beans are not part of their diet. All those things you've heard are wrong. They love uh, just big steaks. Uh, there's no Tex-Mex. <laughs> Mayonnaise is a national Mash- condiment. <laughs> yeah, not salsa. There's no salsa there. That's in Gaza. Gaza loves salsa. Can you imagine <laughs> turning this guy loose? I saw it last night with the Putin interview, although he's competent. The Russians, uh, and you watch. salsa. Yeah, salsa there. You watch Seinfeld enough. Do you remember the episode where they had the Russian guys in and they were going to do the cable? And then uh, Jerry didn't want them to do it. Mm, no. Yeah, well, Putin was doing this last night with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> they have a thing. You ask them a question, and they start shaking. Going, <laughs> you know, they dismiss everything by moving it. And he did it constantly in his chair. Tucker Carlson asked him about why invade Ukraine, what was on your mind, talk about the fear. He said, well, is this going to be a show or a serious discussion? He talked for 31, 32 minutes about 10th century Russia, 8th century Ukraine, just droning on and on and on. This was not riveting stuff with Putin. My you God. want a history lesson of Russia? Oh, my God. Yeah. And he must, Dan, he must routinely be able to do this. It wasn't like, and, and Tucker Carlson at a certain point woke up and interrupted a little bit. And he was like, you're going to interrupt me? Do you want to really, am I going to be able to answer the question? Imagine Putin with the American press corps <laughs> screaming questions at him like they were with Biden. By the way, that was set up with uh, Peter Ducey here. We're trying to get on to that joke about, yeah, well, my memory's pretty good. Or maybe it's not because I called. I'm allowing you to speak. Oh, my God. Really fell flat, didn't it? Yeah. See, uh, I understand why they sent him out there, though. They were trying to cut this off of the pass. If they had weighed it, it would have been more difficult. Something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. <laughs> it's a lot of well asset, doesn't it? I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. That's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I can let you speak. That's, uh, that's, that's what your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, President? My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory, take a look at what I've done since I've become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. All right. Now, the special counsel, I, I have an answer to this log jam. Rather than screaming 25th Amendment, Dan, which you're an avid listener of the show, well, you're paid to be anyhow, uh, you know I don't like the 25th Amendment. Yeah. I, I, I just think this is fraught, particularly when they did it with Trump. They didn't like what he was doing. It was the assistant attorney general who became attorney general. He was the architect of this. We're expected that Kamala Harris will bring this up. Now, can you imagine? The party's not going to turn on her. <laughs> she brings us up with the cabinet. A guy like Blinken's going to vote to get Biden out of there? I don't think so. Merrick Garland's going to do it? I don't think so. By the way, Biden's going to hang in for another reason. He's got a part in Hunter Biden. So who knows? You know, I was thinking, does that speed up Hunter Biden, cops a plea? You'll know if he does that Biden might be leaving. But I'm still saying at Dom Show 1210, and about 52% were on my side, 48% on the other. It will be Biden-Trump in the end. Dan, what's your vote? 
I'm, I think it's going to be Biden-Trump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Because I can't see who would be slotted in instead of Biden at this point. It's kind of uh, getting kind of close to the the wire, huh? Yeah, the only person that can come in, you can't jump over Kamala Harris, is Michelle Obama. And you're, you're of the camp. I, I don't think she wants to do it. Well, you know, the requirements would be she does it, then at a certain point... Whoever the V, whatever they do is, you know, it's more ceremonial. Maybe Barack Obama runs the country. Oh. You don't think he wants to do it, though? I do. No, I don't think he wants to. I think he's really enjoying, you know, scuba diving, scuba diving down in the Caribbean, right. and you know, running his movie production company and just making money hand over fist from book deals and podcast oh. deals. I, I, I don't see why would he want the stress of foreign affairs, especially in a world that's on the brink of a potential nether world war. I, I, I don't see, I don't see the appeal for the Obama family to get back into it i would say that if you have what it takes to run and win the presidency then that urge i debate that it ever leaves you i think you want to do it maybe power that you really want though in 2024 oh yeah yeah maybe not to the degree of the endlessness when you're actually in charge and not behind the scenes but yeah I, i think he'd want a larger say i think he's running a good bit of stuff now through his lackeys that are in there. Do you think Biden actually wants to run again in 2024? Yeah, I think he yeah. does. Yeah, it's ceremony when you're president. <laughs> Just doesn't want to go back to Delaware, spend some time with the grandkids, you know. Name something in life. Enjoy the you, beach. You, yeah, you mentioned all that money and all. I can't think of anything better in life than being president. I know it's unusual, but to me, that's it. Yeah. It's only one. You can be a billionaire. <laughs> you can win the Super Bowl. But once you've already done it. Yeah. And, and it's kind of blown up in your face to a degree. Don't you kind of want to, you know, maybe just yeah. enjoy life while, yeah. while you still have it? I don't think Obama oh, th- <laughs> thinks that. But, well, I'm talking Biden. Yeah, but. okay. Now, what, they're, uh, what the uh, special counsel is kind of citing here in this, it's the Uncle Leo defense. Remember, Uncle Leo was a shoplifter, and he told Jerry that, they, I just shoplift all the time. They catch me, and I'm old. I didn't know I'd put a book in here <laughs> until they bust him. Or the Junior Soprano defense. It's better to be crazy, you can yeah. stay out of jail, than to be competent, insane, and get into jail. So, essentially, what we have here is the special counsel saying that Biden is senile, uh, so much so that he can't stand trial, but he can be president. Now, you're going to hear the defenders say, big mouth. I mean, these two, I get to see them each morning. As a duo, they are the worst on TV. I don't know which one is harder to watch. Probably Mika, but Blowhard Joe offering the defense. Oh, that's after. recency bias. Oh, uh, who come do you on. say? Sonny and Joy. Um, like, like any yeah. two combo of The Wire. Or, or the Wire, wow, yeah. The View. You put them up against yeah. Morning Joe. Yeah, but they're seen, Dan, as uh, lesser. You know, like nobody seriously thinks that. With Morning Joe, all the esteemed Oh, yeah, cats, you're, you're right. Yeah. All, the, all the foreign policy guys. Willie Geist is there. The other, <laughs> It's an actual Michael news Bechlos. show. Yeah, Michael Beschloss. Michael Beschloss isn't going on The View with uh, Joy Behar. And maybe he will discussing Russia. But Morning Joe, they can't get enough of it. All right, so um, today, where do I have it here? Uh, morning, yeah. 15. Yeah, 15. Here's Scarborough today. Going after, and I have an answer to Joe. Read the Mueller report. Mueller did not charge Trump with anything, no collusion, Dan, but he wrote 400 pages, and a lot of it excoriated Trump personally. Doesn't like him, doesn't like the way he conducted the presidency. Mueller did the same thing. If you're writing one of these reports, you're not going to, if, even if you say we're not going to charge, 
you still write the failings of this and why this report was necessary. Listen to Morning Blowhards. Let's stop right here. I know we want to go on and, and, and finish this report, but I've just got to start. Ken, uh, Ken Delanian, so bizarre. And there's so many people that immediately heard this, these random, random conclusions, irrelevant conclusions, uh, politically charged Trump-like, uh, uh, Trump-like uh, ramblings, uh, who, first of all, wondered why in the world he would put that in the report, uh, his neurological assessment of Joe Biden, and secondly, why Merritt Garland would release uh, garbage like that in the Justice Department report. Can, can you give us any insight? Because it sure sounds like James Comey in 2016, who... July couldn't indict Hillary Clinton legally, so he decided to hold a press conference and indict her politically. All right, here's the answer, Joe, because that's the premise. Special prosecutor is saying he did at least three, four, five things here that are questionable or and or illegal. But given his mental state, and by the way, I got to underline this the whole show today. It's not just his mental state now. That's the nugget in here. They went back to how he was answering the 2017 ghostwriter because they were using classified material to write one of his books with the ghostwriter. How painful it was for him to remember anything. So it's not just now. It was all the way back in 2017, meaning Dr. Jill Biden and these others wanted this ride. They got it. It's elder abuse with Biden. He shouldn't have run to start with. 2017, this was happening. But the answer is that the special counsel is telling people why we didn't charge in this, even though we saw these potential violations. Now, this helps Trump. Let's go to the big scoreboard here. Alvin Bragg, the Alvin Bragg case, I don't count at all. That's not going to work, even in New York. The Fannie Willis case in Atlanta, she has taken herself out with this. She's such a distraction on it. That's not going to work against Trump. The one I always thought was the most difficult was Mar-a-Lago. Now in the big picture of this, and by the way, that's before a Trump-appointed judge, you may remember. The big picture in this is Biden gets away with it, even if, even if you concede that these two things are not exactly the same. The special counsel takes a lot of time to say why the Trump case is different. Let's just say in the mind of the public, though, it's going to be harder to say, well, Biden did X. The Trump lawyers are going to say, well, Trump did too. Not only is Trump charged, but no allies of Biden that helped him along. The ghostwriter's not charged. Didn't the ghostwriter aid in a bet classified material? Well, all these Trump people are charged, like his uh, guy at Mar-a-Lago, the uh, valet or whatever the guy is that helped him with this stuff. He's got massive charges. They're trying to sweat him. So what are we reduced to then? Well, we're coming down to the January 6th case. How can you uh, prove that, the mind of Trump, when he's never been charged with insurrection? No one has. So I think there's a reasonable chance that Trump escapes pretty much the 91 indictments, but he might get dinged with one or two here. He might be convicted of something, and then we're going to see how voters go with that. 
All right, here are the phone lines to get in today. I get so much uh, stuff on this. Those are just a few thoughts. The bottom line is, I here, here's how to encapsulate this report. This guy, the special counsel, and the people that work with him, they saw Biden in private versus the propping up in public for extended periods of time. Very few people have that actually report on it. And they're appalled with what they saw, as any one of us would be. Isn't that the bottom line on it? This guy had access for about five hours, deposition. He saw exactly what Biden is like for an extended period of time. They couldn't paper it over. It was a legal proceeding. And all he's doing is reporting to us what we already suspected, what we already knew. Now the issue is what to do about it. Well, I'm looking at this, you know, the good of the country, sure. But I'm looking at it politically. And I think Biden staying in is better. Because I don't believe the Democrats in your fantasies, I know some people hitting me on Twitter, they're not going to let Kamala Harris be the standard bearer. I don't see it. Now, she will be, though, if Michelle Obama doesn't jump in. But I don't see Dr. Jill Biden and all those Obama people in the White House. They want their lanes of power, their mini presidents. They're not going to give it up. Dr. Jill Biden, Hunter Biden needs that pardon. And Joe Biden, he's not going to give it up. So what are we left with? We're left with Trump and Biden. You can vote at Dom Show 1210. I got an unbelievable side question today. The 25th Amendment. You know, most people, well, I don't know, Dan, if I went out here at 24th Street and asked people in Philadelphia, hey, uh, the 25th or the 25th Amendment, God knows what we might get. Most people have heard of it, though, but their knowledge is a bit threadbare. Yeah. So we're looking for something that people have heard. They actually know the term. They've heard it. Yeah, something super, super famous, yeah. recognizable. But you go, well, what's that about? Yeah, you know, like, you're at the Super Bowl and it comes up. There's going to be a commercial. I'll take one off for Bitcoin. Oh, that's I, a good I answer. I admit, I don't know what Bitcoin is. I know what Bitcoin is, but I don't really know what Bitcoin is. But I know I would never take it. And anything Matt Damon is telling me about the Romans and be courageous and all. Yeah, right. I'm going to take Bitcoin. I got one for you. Go ahead. How about Marco Polo? Why they say Marco Polo? Well, like everyone knows who Marco Polo is, but do right. you know what Marco Polo did? Uh, he circumnavigated the well, globe. Exactly. Yeah. He was the first European to document yeah. travels to Asia after a 24-year yeah. voyage. Gunpowder. Yeah, yeah but do people actually know that? Like, they just know the name Marco Polo. Yeah, and they know it in pool. Whatever. Why did kids Marco Polo? Why did they do that in the pools? I never knew how that started. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. That's a really good question. Yeah, exactly. I'll look into that here during the break. And also, uh, Dom, uh, how about the? If you go out to the street in Philadelphia, if you ask this question, I don't know if people would know it. The three distinct distinct branches of government. I know, and people are saying, oh, we all know that. But well, get- everyone knows that there's three branches of government. Right. Can you tell me what those three branches are? Exactly. Is yeah. That should we? And if we work our butts off to make sure that we take back all three chambers of Congress, uh, rather all three chambers of government, the presidency, the Senate, and the House in 2020. We yeah, well, it start- sounds like AOC stumbling a bit yeah, there, Dan. Surprise, surprise. It's not it. It's legislative, executive, and judicial. Come exactly. On. That's right. 
Uh, in addition to that, I'd say the critics of talk radio, they hear about talk radio. Oh, yes. But they don't understand That's a really it. good answer in itself. Yeah. And one of them was right down the hall in front of me when the, the CBS interview that I did didn't come off. And they put him on, even though he doesn't know a damn thing about <laughs> talk radio. He wrote a book about it. All right. Any more that we'd like to take off? Uh, Alfred Nobel. Very good one. Yes. Or Nobel. No, Nobel, right? Yeah. Nobel Peace <laughs> Prize. Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Nobel. Yes. Chemist. Uh, gunpowder again. Was it? Yes. Why, why is everything I do related Marco to gunpowder? Marco Polo, gunpowder. <laughs> Guy Fawkes, gunpowder. All right. 855-839-1230. I know, I know Guy Fawkes from the mask. I don't really know what he yeah. did. Uh, insurrection or revolt. <laughs> All right. Hit us with that. Uh, hit us with, uh, yeah, you could say Shakespeare. People heard oh, the name. What did he really you know do? Shakespeare. I mean, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. So 855. All overrated right now. Uh, there we go. 855-839-1210. That's the side question. Where are we with Biden? What happens next? And I think what happens next is there's still going to be this game played. And the only outside factor outside this control, the status quo, is Michelle Obama. If she really wants to run, go through that, et cetera, then I think they can clear the deck here. It'll be a heck of a fight. If not, then it's going to be Biden. And they're going to limit even more (laughs) the times that he speaks. How's that possible? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Something you know of or you think people know of. Dan's example is a good one. The three branches of government, but they really couldn't say much after that. Oh, here's a good one. Go ahead. Uh, from Mar 2000 on Twitter, the stock market. Yes, and I've been to the stock market watching what was going on, and still it was a mystery. How about another one? Nostradamus. Like We, we, know, like, yeah. we know his predictions yeah. at all, but do we really know who Nostradamus was? Right. Uh, I remember on 9-11, I'm on the air, and all these people are saying Nostradamus predicted all that. And I'm going, oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, it comes up uh, all the time. 25th Amendment is the reason. That's our peg on this, kind of speak. Looking at a great piece today on the 25th Amendment, which is a very tricky thing. Here's what happens if they actually would go to this. The president is out if he agrees to resign or if the vice president and a majority of presidential cabinet members, I'm not sure who are absolutely in the cabinet or not at this point, Let's say the Secretary of Defense, Austin, is he going to kick Joe Biden out after Biden just let him stay after his nonsense? You think Tony Blinken's going to do that? And if Harris did it, I see the party rejecting her. I mean, that would be a ploy for Michelle Obama definitely to jump in. That would be seen as betrayal. So if they do that, they have the cabinet meeting and they say, Mr. President, you're senile, you're out. Joe Biden says, go to hell, which he would. I'm not. (laughs) What would happen is the vice president and the majority of the cabinet still disagree. They must wait four days for some reason before the 25th Amendment faces further nearly insurmountable hurdles. 
It requires the support of two-thirds of the House and the Senate. Now, you would get two-thirds of the House, I think, saying get Biden out of there. The Senate, though, I don't think so. When I said, when I pushed all these programs, I said I'm going to be a president of everybody, whether you live in a red state or a green state. How do you... You know, how do you say a red state or a green state? Why would green come into your mind rather than blue there? How in the world does this continue to happen? And I I would say this. Is it our imagination, Dan, or is the frequency of what he's doing with the dead people and everything? The frequency has gone up. Yeah, it has drastically within the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I thought he would come out there. I'm surprised they took questions. I thought he'd make a statement that was on the teleprompter four or five minutes Stand up there, look boldly in the eye, and America would feel good about it. I thought they would try to do that. When they start taking questions, though, and they they seem to coach him to be angry. That shows energy. It shows passion. Uh, He's really bad at being angry, too. Yeah. Rachel Maddow said, well, I believe he's fit. I have the answer here. He can still ride a bike. So bike riding. Let's have a bike riding contest between Trump and Biden. To determine the election? Yeah, to determine the election. Who <laughs> wins the race? How about a bend to the shore race? Yeah, that's right. A bend to the shore race of Trump and Biden. How many days do you think it would take? Can you see the arguments of blood doping? 46 days later. And tires where his tires are heavier than my tires and stuff like this. So who's really looking at this today? Well, the king of hair over in Jersey, he probably sees this as his chance to jump in. You'll know if the hair is perfectly fluffed. Gavin Newsom, definitely, and Joshi Shapiro. I bet he's meeting right now talking about this. Dan, would you join me in this? You know, I hope would get in, tag in, and they would take her. Trump, Hillary, too. That's what I want to say. Oh, man. Trump, Hillary, part two. Oh, man. Could it get more exciting than that? Come on, Biden and this craziness. That's one thing. Let's go to a Hillary Clinton for comment, Dom. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, she's silent. Here she is. Sorry. You know? Yeah. And she seems prepared. I'm sure she's out on the back porch there. The weirdest thing about me is that I don't sweat. And they're thinking, yeah, we see a ticket here. We see a ticket. All right. 855-839-1210. This first call may not have what we want. Then we're not being clear enough. I don't have enough of my money. All right, uh, let's go to Dan in Fleetwood. All right, Dan, what is something everybody knows but they don't understand? Why do we drive on a parkway and park in a driveway? <laughs> All right, it's kind of uh, it's, not really. Yeah, no, it's not really what we're doing. So let's use that call to illustrate a little bit better. I mean, that's clever. We have these colloquialisms like that, Dan. Yeah. True. We could do that. That's a great side question at some point. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Like, like, why don't we have... But no, we're talking some, something or somebody in specific that we uh, that we recognize. It's absurdly famous. We know the name, but we really just don't know the story behind said name. Yeah. Like Bitcoin or... Uh, well, what do you, uh, but I'd rather it yeah. be like a specific thing, you know, like Bitcoin right. or a person right. like Marco Polo as previously right. stated. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Or the thing like the stock market. I thought that was a great answer. That is a great answer. All right. Uh, Scott Presler is back from sick bay. Ronna McDaniel ousted this week. What are the odds? Would Scott Presler take over the RNC? He's been back and forth with her on Twitter. She would never 
respond to him, and he wants to know various things that could be done. What would he do is what I'm going to ask him. I know he's at the Great uh, American Outdoor Show, I believe, in Harrisburg. Dom Giordano Show. Welcome in, everyone. Uh, We really wanted to go to this week with the uh, ouster, should we say, of Ronald McDaniel, thank God, from the RNC after the South Carolina primary. To our guy on Twitter, he was trending, which is always a good sign. Scott Presler. He's one of the uh, three nominees, potentially, to be the uh, RNC head. But what would he do? What is it that they should be doing? What should we be doing? Let's catch up with Scott Presler. I think he's in Pennsylvania. Hey, Scott, how are you feeling? Doing a little bit better. Thank you for asking. You know, I came down with a a nasty stomach bug. I think a Democrat gave it to me. Yeah, they're they're trying to stop this uh, outreach campaign. You know... It seems to me, and I've been around Ron and McDaniel, I'm not sure if you had, never in a million years would she identify things like hunters, expatriates in Israel, the Amish, and have fun with this and energize people towards saying, you know what, it's only 80,000 difference in Pennsylvania, and this time uh, we know what Joe Biden's administration has been like, so let's say the difference going in is probably only 30 or 40,000. We're much better on mail-in balloting. We tap into these people with a Scott Presler, we're going to win. Well, I understand having your cards close to your chest, and I understand not wanting to give away your strategy. But at the same time, those numbers matter. And when I tell people 2020 was decided by 80,000 votes, and there are 80,000 truckers, and there are 80,000 Amish, and 930,000 hunters. When I give that level of detail and that perspective, they go, oh, my gosh, we can win in Pennsylvania. And I'll tell you, so right now we have two volunteer groups operating in PA. Right now we're at the Great American Outdoor Show in Harrisburg, where we're actually overstaffed. But I'm happy to say that our team has already registered 30-plus voters just today alone. And then we also have Ryan Sexton of Lancaster, and he's at the Green Dragon Farmer's Market. And both teams texted me that they've already registered members of the Amish community to vote today. Good stuff. Now, back to on Twitter, you would periodically put up, hey, I'd like to talk with you, or Ronna McDaniel, how about this, and never Mm -hmm. a response. And, Scott, people uh, had you trending on Twitter because they'd actually like to see you have, I know I would, a huge role in the RNC. Now, I don't know about sitting behind a desk. You're out there in the field type of guy, but the resources and the troops, God knows what you would do in a place like Pennsylvania. Thank you. Well, you know, I do my best when I'm with the people, when I'm registering voters and knocking on doors and making phone calls and teaching and training. And so I definitely, I want to continue this work. And I think my biggest obstacle is resources, is funding. And so my hope is that the next RNC chairperson, whoever that is, maybe there will be an opportunity for partnership. Maybe maybe there will be an opportunity that they could dedicate some resources to the work that I'm doing. I mean, because we are making huge progress in Arizona, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, and not taking credit for all of it, but I think the work that we're doing with our grassroots 
voter registration drives is having an impact. Is there anybody, and you go a long way because you know the infrastructure of this, is there anybody you favor or mm-hmm. like to be the next RNC head? You know, I'm, I'm not going to go there right now. I'm not going to put my thumb on the scale. I was a, I am a Harmeet Dillon fan. Yep. I love how litigious she is. I love her legal mind. She's smart. And uh, I am definitely a Harmeet stan. So, Scott, the uh, mail-in balloting effort, um, and, and, you know, what you do, you know this, but I want listeners to hear, when other people see that you're out there, that this is working, the mail-in balloting, they volunteer. They think, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm inspired to do this. Look at what this guy's already done, the numbers, the stuff you put up on Twitter, like Bucks County, how we're closing the gap, that it's very close to registered voters. Now, people can vote however they want in the general election. But when people mm-hmm. see that number widespread, how tight it's getting in a place like Bucks County, that inspires them to know they're not alone. And they try to proselytize a little bit more, particularly with the developments of the last 24 hours. Absolutely. Well, th- those numbers are critical. You know, every Monday we get voter registration data from the Department of State for PA every Monday at around 11:30 a.m. And so I'm so quick to put out that information because the Democrats are having every week about a net loss of 4,000 Democrats every seven days. I mean, and in a state, again, that 2020 was decided by 80,000 votes, that's monumental. And so I put that out there as uh, evidence to the momentum that we have. And when they see Bucks County, which is the quintessential a swing county and a swing state, and especially since we have a special election for Candace Cabanas in Bucks County this Tuesday, February 13th, those numbers do make an impact locally and statewide. Without a doubt. Scott, uh, recover quickly. Now, how do people reach you on Twitter and social media? What do they do? Yes, please. You can go to at Scott Pressler, S-C-O-T-T-P-R-E-S-1-S-L-E-R, my website is earlyvoteaction.com, and this weekend we're doing voter registration drives in Monroeville, Harrisburg, and at the Oaks Gun Show. So we will be rocking and rolling this weekend, and Dan, thank you always for having me on your show. Appreciate it. Chicken soup on the way, Scott. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for gutting it out today. We appreciate it very much. My pleasure. Thanks, gentlemen. Oh, God. Inspired every time that we hear him. Notice, Dan, too, he's traveling all over the country, one-man band, and he knows about the Cabanas race. Let me emphasize that again. That's the race over in Bucks County. If you're in her district, we've had her on. And that race determines whether the leaky roof gets fixed or not. If Democrats uh, lose, Dan, I don't think that roof will ever be fixed in Harrisburg. They'll just say, no, we can't meet. So if they win... And I know it's a district that trends toward Democrats on paper. But if you like what's coming out of Harrisburg, then I guess you would continue to vote for that. All right. 855-839-1210. I'm just picturing, though, in Trenton, Harrisburg, Sacramento, those meetings today of Newsom, the King of Hair over in Jersey, and uh, Josh Shapiro. You don't think Josh Shapiro, he's only been in there like a year. He would jump into the ring if there's an avenue there? Sure he's going to jump into the ring if something goes amiss here with uh, Biden. 
But you got Kamala Harris there sitting there and saying, you got to go through me. 855-839-1210. You uh, get on board. A lot more coming up. Hit us on the side question. We'll talk with Greg Jarrett at one o'clock about several things. What happened yesterday with the Supreme Court? I read it. Maybe a six to three, possibly a seven to two, that uh, President Trump will be on the ballot. Particularly, look, they're political creatures too. They're taking a look at what's going on now. They're already, it's obvious by their questioning, saying this is preposterous to keep them off the ballot on any number of grounds we went through yesterday. But I'll also ask him about the 25th Amendment. I don't see the 25th Amendment being put into play here. I don't see it any way in the world. I mean, what can they threaten Biden with in order to get him out? Would they threaten him with, all right, we'll go after Hunter Biden? It's about the only thing I can think, even then. He still has the power to pardon. He could pardon him and say, I'm staying in. What are you going to do about it? I'm sure some of this is being war-gamed as we speak. There's only one thing that's going to make a difference here, though. Michelle Obama. That might make a difference. Don Giordano Show. Now, here's one alternative to uh, what I said about how the 25th Amendment would proceed. The House can take, apparently, the official document from the Department of Justice, have it put into the record as Article 1 of impeachment that Biden's unfit to perform his duties, impeach, send it to the Senate, then let them defend it. Um... High crimes and misdemeanors. I got to look and see impeachment as um, anything that comes under that. That's the tricky part. It seems like almost too cute by half to go that way. I think, and again, this uh, may seem to you, but I'm being honest. Uh by the way, uh, Dan, now the Kelsey's saying the Monday after the game should be a holiday. Let me let me just throw that in so I don't forget. Are you a fan of that? Yes. <sighs> well, I'm more of a fan of moving the game to Saturday. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, it's the NFL again. You you anticipate it. You know my every move. Why do we play it on a Sunday? Yeah, it makes no sense. Play it on a Saturday. Like you have the two weeks. Like, there's no excuse that it's a short break because right. you already have the longer extended break. Right. It, it makes no sense. I, I, I don't, It's because they own Sundays, I guess, and they want to continue that. Yeah. Put it on a Saturday. Then people will be off on Sunday. They can come back from that. Yeah. What's the big deal? No. Let's make it. I, I would make this. I would almost say I'm in the bunkers trying to stop this, the holiday afterward, because of the NFL. And because of the nonsense around this and what they drive us toward, Mm -hmm. they know that deep down, Dan, I don't think they're bold enough. You know, maybe one of these years they'll say it's going to cost you your firstborn. It's going to cost you $100,000 a year to go to Eagles games. And people will be holding up banks. They'll say, I got I did it, Your Honor. I understand. No sentence. You wanted to go to an Eagles game. I don't want to be that guy, though. You know what the first day that's going to be off the school calendar is if they take a day off for the Super Bowl is going to be. Uh, Veterans Day? Columbus Day. Oh, Columbus Day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's get rid of Columbus. The Kelsey said it should be a holiday. Riveting stuff. Uh, by the way, big poll out. They're taking a poll now that says, and I agree with this, it's a, it's a smart point. Not that if uh, Taylor Swift, they said if Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey, 
endorsed Biden, that may not work. But if they endorse the idea that you must go out and vote, younger people will do it and we know who they're going to vote for. So I could see Taylor Swift doing that and saying, all I did was tell them to vote. That could happen. But what should happen with Biden now and Republicans? They got to continue to say he's unfit for office. Don't make a big deal out of trying to get him out of office. I don't want him out of office. There are people controlling the country there. You know, they're doing it. We have to live with that until we beat him in an election. I want whatever it is that's going to help us win in this election. You do too, deep down. Of course, we're looking out for the country. Of course, it's a scary thought, nuclear football and all that. I get it. But what we want is to get them out of there. And getting Michelle Obama in there by some means of hook or by crook, I don't know what happens in a general election against Trump if that's the case. I want Biden. And I'm sticking by the facts. It's going to be Biden-Trump. Come hell or high water, that's what we're going to see. All right, Kenny, Northeast Philly, our side question today. We've given you 20 examples. Take something that we all have heard of. It's famous. But people really, you believe deep down, they don't know really too much about it. They just know they've heard of it. Let's go to Ken in Northeast Philly. Ken, what's yours? Dom, listen, I'm surprised. I know it's early, but I'm surprised. Um, and this is me, but this is how I feel. But I uh, don't understand women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know that. That's true. Well, you know what? That is that is a clever a t- answer. That is a clever answer outside the box. And uh, on top of which, I would put that up at almost the very top of things that are you can't explain. And, and there's two parts to it, too. You have that angle of just men. just it's, it's hard to you know understand women. But there's also the idea that government officials can't even define what a woman is anymore. I thought that's where he was going. Yeah. Yeah, with men, we're easy to understand. You see the basic needs. That's all you get. It's not complicated. Uh, that's pretty good, Dan. He's, good de- he's developed it in a very good car, Ken. And I'm surprised that he's right that nobody else is picking up. Yeah. Okay. I think that's two beer, Ken. Yes. God knows what he's doing for Super Bowl Sunday. By the way, what is the number one? What is the number one snack food or connection to snack that's out there? Guacamole. No. No? Tortilla chips. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I think have no taste to me. This is by Instacart. They say that's the number one thing in America you have to have. I'm very picky about tortilla. I need like the really thin, almost like a a sheen of oil still on the thin chip that crunches nicely. I'm very picky about my tortilla chips, Dom, but they are by far the best snack food, I think. Like pretzels are terrible. I'm sorry. Philadelphia loves their pretzels, but they're so overrated. You get those honey wheat pretzels. Oh, oh my no. God. <laughs> Maisie loves, uh, what are they, bugles, I think they are? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. An unusual treat. Yeah. All right. We'll have more of that. We're going to talk with Greg Jarrett about all these legal things and your calls. You get in at 855-839-1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.